Welcome to Big Boy Movies, a podcast about movies and the big boys who watch them. I'm one of your big boys, Matt Beebe. And I'm another one of your big boys, John George. And John, we gotta talk about Ezra. Ezra. Ezra Miller, everyone's favorite they-them. Okay. Um, or perhaps least favorite they them. <laughs> you, I just asked you if you'd heard anything and I about said them. No, I, um, yeah. And well, you've been missing out on a saga because Ezra Miller has been arrested. I think at least twice in Hawaii. Okay. For just being a real nasty wild man. <laughs> I guess he's sort of embodying that Northman energy. Now that yeah, I think about it, this is fitting. Though. He's he's been. I gotta pull it up. I gotta hold on. I'm not fully know. versed on this, but I said he. It's they. I'm going to do my best. They have been like getting drunk and breaking into people's houses and punching people in the face. Wow. And, um, <laughs> and this seems this, this flash movie that's coming up. Yeah. It's having some trouble. Oh, he's just getting ready. Yeah. They, they're just getting ready. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, this is a Rolling Stone article. Ezra Miller arrest prompts emergency Warner Bros meeting about stars future. Um, Ezra had frequent meltdowns during production last year on The Flash and described actor as, quote, losing it. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yeah. uh, let's see. Come on. Give me some details here. Um, during production last year on The Flash, while the insider stresses there was no yelling or violent outbursts, they described Miller as losing it. Okay. Ezra would get a thought in their head and say, I don't know what I'm doing. Um, they did make that TikTok that was like, hey, Nazis and KKK members, I'm going to fucking kill you or Jeez. something. <laughs> um, uh, oh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Um, according to the March 28th police report, Miller became agitated after patrons at a Hawaii bar began singing karaoke. As you do. <laughs> Miller shouted obscenities and grabbed the microphone from a 23-year-old woman as she was singing and allegedly lunged at a 32-year-old man playing darts. The 29-year-old movie star was arrested and charged on both counts and released on $500 bail. That doesn't seem like very much. No. Um, local couple filed a temporary restraining order against Miller. Um, come on. The Hawaii incidents are the largest series. I feel like there was another one where you like broke into someone's house and stole their passport. (laughs) Oh, here, here. The petition also alleges that Miller stole the woman's passport and the man's wallet, which included a social social security card, driver's license and bank cards. Um, The judge is expected to make a decision on whether or not to extend the restraining order uh, by the end of the month. So, yeah. Why? Why did they do this? Um, (laughs) It's hard being the Flash, man. (laughs) I need a passport. I need this random person's passport. Because the first arrest, you're at Warner Brothers and you're like, all right, well, we're pretty deep. We're pretty deep in this Flash movie. We got we got Michael Keaton to be Batman again just for this shit. Yeah. (laughs) So, like, let's keep going. But then the second arrest... When they're running around stealing passports and ID cards <laughs> and getting mad about karaoke. Yeah. You're, you're like, oh, guys. <laughs> Can we, we keep like, doing this? So the question is, um, when we see this Flash movie, is there going to be a plot point where someone's like, oh, my God, you broke the time stream so much. You're a different person now. That is 
genius you look so much different (laughs) you look so much different. he ran so fast that now he stole my passport oh my god he's andrew garfield now (laughs) (laughs) oh or you lean into it like you said and you just have the flash getting really angry and stealing people's passports being an asshole just like people are doing karaoke and the flash is just really mad about it they don't like karaoke so weird (laughs) <laughs> like to get pissed at are you kidding me we're doing karaoke at this bar now at this karaoke bar no <laughs> i am the flash and why are you playing darts starts this <laughs> awful game <laughs> just terrible mm. wow yeah if if dc wasn't already hurting you know there's a lot of well yeah this was supposed to be like the year of dc too <laughs> yeah and then like everything got delayed there's some other like i think it was also warner brothers had to have an emergency meeting because they're throwing the Harry Potter movies in the can. Oh, really? Yeah, because all these movies are bad, and no one likes J.K. Rowling anymore. So it's done. They're, so, yeah. They're done forever. I Is that not, a promise? Or? I've not seen <laughs> Dumbledore and his little secrets. Um, I haven't seen the first two, so I... I saw the first one. I heard the second one was horrible. Yeah. And this third one came out, like, last weekend. I haven't seen it. Apparently, though, I've heard that apparently there's some very obvious reshoots in there uh, that are just there to, like, tie up all the loose ends. Gotcha. So they don't have any more, like, sequel bait at the end of the movie. Gotcha. There's also Jim Carrey said he was going to retire. Oh, yeah. Right after Sonic so 2. So much movie news. Hollywood in shambles right now. Yeah, it's crazy. Hollywood might just be dead honestly will smith is the only good actor left that's true (laughs) we can always look to will smith yeah to sort of guide us yeah and how we should conduct ourselves (laughs) in the entertainment industry exactly that's that's a guarantee Mm -hmm. um yeah it's been when's when was the last episode was the biggies no it wasn't yeah it was the last one we posted Oh, really? Yeah. Well, oh. yeah, that was the last one we recorded, too. Okay. <laughs> Never mind. Yeah, because wow. we recorded that same week. I posted everything everywhere all at once, and then we recorded the biggies like a couple days later, I think. Okay. And then I posted that as wow. well. Yeah. I'm a fake fan. You're I'm a way fake. behind. <laughs> you're yeah, you're right. Fan, it was baby. the biggies. Wow. Okay. Yeah, last episode was the biggies. Oops. I mean, last episode where I guess last normal episode was everything. Okay, yeah, no. I don't know why I thought the biggies happened uh, before that. I mean, probably because it should have. Yeah, (laughs) because it should have happened a while ago. I mean, we only missed it by one week. Yeah, I guess so. (laughs) But we also just used the excuse of the Academy's lazy and waiting forever. So we'll do it too. Yeah. Um, But yeah, last episode was was the biggies i i think the biggies was better than the oscars this year i mean we've already talked about how it was yeah. i mean i guess we talked about how terrible the oscars were yeah we did we can now do our segment where we praise how much better the biggies were <laughs> now we're gonna review the yeah. biggies better jokes we kicked out will smith we did kick will smith out we did what the what the academy couldn't yeah exactly mm-hmm. I, I mean <laughs> it's just way better already I'll yeah tell you what. we gave everyone the awards that they deserved yes and if you missed it who won again bb Jared Leto <laughs> <laughs> and my brother was pissed about it he texted uh, oh, texted okay. me after it was like why are you giving Jared Leto it, because uh he was pissed about Morbius or something I, it was uh, okay we filmed the biggies at the time everyone was see, pissed we're at not Morbius. biased around like I don't care about Morbius I'm sure it's yeah. awful yeah when someone delivers the performance <laughs> of their career <laughs> you award care. them for it yeah it doesn't matter what other movies Jared Leto has been in yeah all right his his you know each performance has to stand on his own exactly you know no if context. the joker had shown up in house of gucci i might have been like i don't know about this jared 
but <laughs> because he only played Mario and Luigi. Yeah, Mario, and Luigi, Luigi, Gucci. And Wario and, and all of them. Yeah, every single Italian. Yeah. Uh, he had to get the award. He did. And I, I guarantee Miyamoto. He's shaking his head. He's like, why didn't I get yeah. this guy? Well, actually, did you see literally today they announced that they're delaying the Mario movie? Oh, really? Because yeah. of this, probably. Yeah, because they're probably. like, we got to hire Leto. <laughs> we got to hire Leto. They're getting Chris Pratt out of there and they're getting Leto in. Did you see that performance? We got to hire Leto. We're <laughs> delaying this three years. We got to Miyamoto gotta watched the biggies <laughs> and was like, I got to check out this House of Gucci thing. I got to. And then he finally watched and yeah. he was like, oh, my God, this is. The, the perfect man. This is yeah. this is he should play every character. That would be mm-hmm. amazing if Jared Leto was every, every character, character in the Super Mario movie. Yeah, he was. I Peach, would feel bad for Charlie Bowser. Day not getting to be Luigi. Yeah, true. I would too. And they Andy should Taylor just keep Joy him being Peach. Yeah, they should keep him as Luigi at least. So just Jared Leto as Mario, and maybe we could squeeze a Wario. Yeah, in a little Wario. Mm-hmm. Maybe Wario should be like three different actors throughout yeah. the whole thing. I mean, Charles Martinet does the voice for, like, all of them, too. Yeah, exactly. So so I think Jared Leto should just do them all. Yeah. Um, and Bo Burnham's Inside won Best picture, best Series of Moving Images. It so. did. Big upset, but I think well-deserved. Yeah, I like it. Mm-hmm. Um, and speaking of the biggies in general, our first biggies winner, The Lighthouse, the director's back. Mr. Rob Rogers. And that's what this episode's about. Yeah. After his first Biggie's win, he was like, all right, they loved The Lighthouse so much. I got to really turn it up (laughs) and deliver an an even bigger experience for the Biggie's in in 2022. Hell yeah. Which we get to talk about today. Do you have any? I guess I I actually have a bunch of movies to talk about. Yeah, I think I have a movie, actually. I thought. I thought for a second I didn't have a movie, but I think there is one I saw. Yes. And it is a Kenneth Branagh joint. Oh, hell yeah. But you have more, so you go first. I have a whole bunch. Uh, let me go to my diary. Um, I think I talked about licorice pizza. Mm, yeah, kind of on the biggies, basically. Oh, did I, maybe I only or talked maybe, about it in the biggies? Uh, I don't know at this point. It's all melding together, oh, but God. I think well, you might have. I, if I if I mentioned it before, I'll do a real quick recap. I really liked it, except for like the last two minutes. I think yeah. I talked about that. I think you could. Yeah, I think it was just biggies, actually, because yeah. I think you saw it the day after we saw everything everywhere all at once or something. Maybe I did. You saw it right before the biggies. I, I saw remember. it right before the biggies. But basically, my thing about it was that I was I was into it. Um, the pedophile stuff, kinda crossing the line a little bit for me but the movie was still like generally very funny and well written and well acted so i was like kind of cool with it until the very end yeah when they just kiss and she says i love you and i'm like <laughs> oh okay so it's just a pedophile movie yeah there's sure. it felt like a studio note like someone was like this movie isn't going to be satisfying unless we get the kiss and i love you yeah i don't think many people they i think i've seen even people who love it and i love it like, I agree. Like, yeah. I think the ending, to Paul Thomas Anderson openly admits all the time, like, I never write an ending. I just, like, film it. Yeah. And then, like, decide <laughs> while I'm editing it, okay, how would this end nicely, I yeah. guess. I, I thought it was all great, like, the thing where they're, like, running to each other and they meet up after having the big fight. I'm like, good. And then he gets up on the, the chair and he was like, ladies and gentlemen, it's uh, Alana Valentine. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, and she calls him an idiot. And I'm like, okay, that's like their dynamic. Yeah. Cool. We're back. But then they like make out and she goes, I love you, Gary. And I'm like, okay, so you're a pedophile now. <laughs> you're 25 and he's 15. Yeah. I've looked up like articles because I am interested as, as to what Paul Thomas Anderson's like defense of this is or yeah. like why he included it. 
and it's still like super fuzzy for me. <laughs> uh, but there are, there are some articles where Paul Thomas Anderson like hints at the idea that the ending or the kiss isn't real, which I don't remember anything in the movie pointing to that. Yeah, there's nothing in the movie that like alludes to like a false reality because like yeah. the whole movie is just a movie. There's yeah, no exactly. reference to that at all. Yeah, I, I, like the ending in general doesn't seem dream sequency to me or doesn't seem like a fake out or like a imaginative ending or yeah. anything like that. Um, but that is what it seems he is hinting at because he consistently doubles down and says like, we never cross that line in the movie mm-hmm. and like explains like, no, the ending, like in my eyes, the ending is like up for interpretation of like, did it actually happen? But I don't understand that. I, I yeah. Still, I don't see that uh, at all. No, I, I, I st- agree with BB here. I think the ending is, well, it's not the best ending. What really irks me is that from what I've read, like most of it is based on a crush that he had on a teacher or something when he was a yeah. teenager. So it feels like a weird kind of wish fulfillment. Yeah, to be bit. like, oh, the like pizza face teenager gets the hot lady at the end. Yeah, it's like a weird combination of what it's based off of, mm-hmm. but I have no clue what. Uh, yeah, Paul Thomas Anderson also uh, the relationships in all his movies are f- weird and fucked up, and you're never rooting for them, I guess. Yeah, but this one is but it definitely feels like you're weird. supposed to. Yeah, and this one, I think this is the one where you're like, I'm supposed. It feels like I'm supposed to be like in Phantom Thread. You're, it's clear like I'm supposed to hate this relationship yeah and other as other relationship it's always about one relationship all his movies and the other ones you it's pretty clear that you're like punch drunk love it feels like you're kind of rooting for him too mm-hmm. even though it's like weird as hell um yeah all of his movies are very interesting i like paul thomas andrews and i agree his endings aren't great though yeah no i i think it was super well written and i laughed out loud multiple times it was just it was literally like i was all on board until those last like two minutes which is fair a lot Um, of people on i also wanted to shout out uh surprise uh jump scare benny safty just showing up yeah (laughs) just out of nowhere apparently uh, in the interviews i was reading benny saft the safty brothers and paul thomas anderson actually really good friends oh wow so, um, yeah, that is why Benny Safdie is in the movie, because they're good friends. And everyone in this movie is just really good friends with Paul Thomas Anderson. He just <laughs> casted all of his friends this yeah, time around. That does make sense. Yeah. Um, anything else? I have three me? more. Do you want me to do one more and then you can jump in? Um, yeah, sure. Okay. I saw West Side Story ah, by one dancing. Steven Spielberg. Singing. Yeah. West Side. New York. <laughs> That's actually the opening yeah. <laughs> monologue of the movie. Dancing. They're all just like whispering and yeah. snapping. And snapping and, and crawling dancing. around. West Side Story. Um, I thought it was good. It, it was like, um, I barely remember the original at all. Um, this one definitely like fixed some things from the original um, but I don't think it exceeds it in any way. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was really weird that they do this big dramatic like death scene and then immediately go into the song Pretty. Yeah. Um, yeah, and that was their choice because that's not how it originally was. No, in the original play, like it comes up at a very reasonable point. Yeah. Um, but this one, he was like, I have to put the I Feel Pretty song in somewhere. Yeah. So it's just like at the very end. I think I agree with that. But I, I like the placement actually because it lightens up the end a little bit. I could see if the pretty song was earlier and I just, because I already hated the end and how drab and depressing it was, I guess. Yeah. 
So if you don't have the pretty song in there, it's even more depressing than it already was. I guess so. But it doesn't even matter because I still hated the ending. So oh, okay. this doesn't yeah. matter. That's fair. <laughs> um, yeah. The other thing I noticed is that there's like really hardcore J.J. Abrams lighting throughout the whole movie. Oh, yeah. Um, to the point where it feels like very fake. I had a similar issue with um, In the Heights where, and I'm sure there's a lot of factors that contributed to this, but like it's clear that a lot of it was shot on a soundstage or in a studio yeah. or something. And the lighting is really bright and lens flary and artificial. Yeah. And, you know, it's a musical, so the color should be saturated to a certain degree. Um, but that kind of took me out of it a lot of the time was just like yeah. how like extreme the lighting setups were. Yeah, now that you mentioned it, the cine- cinematography in both feel very similar to me in the Heights yeah. and West Side Story. Maybe it's just New York, you know? Yeah, both it's in New, New York, York, baby. They're like this is what New York looks like. I yeah. can't. I'm just. I'm just here. Doing <laughs> that, that. They just pulled out a camera. Yeah, New York, known for being very bright and colorful, <laughs> and lens flary yeah. everywhere. Um, yeah, I agree with you. I don't know if I ever talked about this on the podcast this yeah. movie, but I did see it as well mm-hmm. last year, and I, for the most part, liked it. But uh, also, I hated um, Ansel Elgort. Yeah, I hated Ansel Elgort. Yeah, he He's was not great. great. He, uh, I, I thought everyone else did a yeah. pretty good performance. I, Ansel Elgort just did not fit in with the rest yeah, of them. Thought there were tons of great performances in that movie. Mm-hmm. Ansel Elgort, the one not great one. So. Yeah. Sad. Um, all right, my turn. Uh, I saw the death, death on the Nile. Oh, that is a Kenny Branagh. Joke. Kenny Branagh, of course, he loves death, and he loves it. And he loves. <laughs> and he him, loves the Nile, and he loves the Nile. Uh, this is like kind of a. I don't know. It's it, like he did murder on the Orient, Orient Express. They're both like in the same genre, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, like whodunits. Um, and, well, they're both Agatha Christie, yeah. Yeah, they're both Agatha Christie. Um, and Kenneth, he loves he loves doing these. Yeah. Um, this one, if you haven't seen any advertisements for it or anything, it's Gal Gadot. Of course, great great actor, greatest actor of of all time. So. She was all right in it. She was Wonder Woman or whatever. Um, and yeah, this movie's not great, but the I will say the way it wraps up is fun. Okay. So if you're willing, <laughs> so once you once you sit through about an hour forty minutes, the last twenty minutes very fun, and oh, yeah. I and I did not expect it to end how it ended because I am not a sleuth. I'm not yeah. as good of a sleuth as Kenny Branagh himself <laughs> with his fantastic mustache. In oh this yeah. One. Um. But yeah, a little, I mean, it's not bad. Just like turn it on on Hulu, I guess, and mindlessly watch the first hour, 40 minutes, and then start paying attention. Yeah. That's I, my recommendation. I did have a meltdown about uh, Death on the Nile during the Biggies. Oh, yeah. So go back <laughs> and listen to that one. Oh, yeah. I, he directed and starred in this one, right? Yep. He was the okay, main. So he, he was the already, detective. We've already got a full lineup for Best I'm Use excited. of Kenneth Branagh. I'm excited, and hopefully he wins Best Series of Moving Images for yeah. this one. I mean, they put it on Hulu like a day after it came out in theaters, so clearly it's good. Oh, yeah. That's what you do with all the good movies. <laughs> like, straight to Hulu with mm-hmm. this one. It's so good. That's apparently what they did with, like, Annihilation. Oh, yeah? They What they did remember. is they I think they gave it like a wide release in the U.S. and then every other country in the world, it just went straight to Netflix. Oh. Which is weird. Yeah. Maybe it was... Was it a Netflix movie? I can't remember. I don't mm-hmm. think it was. I, I it saw was. it in theaters. I yeah. remember seeing it in theaters, but I didn't Yeah, I remember it. a big theater push. It probably was something where like, because it's like an Alex Garland like 
freaky horror movie. They were like, no one's going to watch this thing. <laughs> so let's just put it, let's just put it on Netflix. Yeah. This is the best way to get people to watch it. Yep. The only way a French man is going to watch Annihilation <laughs> is if it's on Netflix. Exactly. Which, God, I'm excited for Alex Garland's Men. It's oh, man, it's going to be so good. So soon. that The theater experience for the trailer was so good. Oh, my God. So that good. trailer's honestly so good. Yeah. That's one of my... I was really hoping that trailer would play in front of The Northman, but it didn't. Oh, yeah. I was sad it did not. It's because A24 is mad at Robert Eggers. Yeah, probably. For not for not being with them again. Mm-hmm. All right, I got two more. Okay. Um, I watched The Night House. Have you heard of The Night House? The Night House. I believe I have heard of The Night it House. It came out last year. Um, and no one really talked about it except for my coworker who was like, Oh, Nighthouse was pretty good. Um, <laughs> and me and my girlfriend were in the mood to watch like something spooky. So we put on the Nighthouse, and it was very average. Good. It was just, um, it's about this woman whose husband kills himself and she finds out that her husband built an exact copy of their house, like across the lake, but it's like a reverse version of their house a mirror version yeah and it's got some spooks and scares and spooky um i guess i'm just gonna spoil it because it is pretty (laughs) stupid um you can watch the night house if you want it's on hbo max um but basically the husband leaves a note when he kills himself and as he do suicide in in this movie the lady is like uh, oh, I was like legally dead in high school, and you know what's after death? Nothing. Yeah. Um, and so when he kills himself, he leaves a message, and all the message says is, uh, "You're right. Nothing is after you. You have nothing to be afraid of." Um, and then it says, "You are safe now." And do you want to guess what the big twist is? Is she dead already? No. the <laughs> The demon is called nothing. Oh my god. Nothing is after you. What a twist. Yeah. I love it. It's like a dad joke. <laughs> it's like a da- a dad wrote this horror movie. The mo- I don't I didn't fully understand the movie and I also didn't put in the work to like look up the ending yeah. explained or anything. But basically um for some reason there's a demon coming for her and he builds this mirror house to like trap the demon inside and confuse it. Um, Because he read somewhere that, like, uh, reverse houses um, are confusing. Are confusing. (laughs) Well, he's got a whole thing where, like, labyrinths will, like, trap the demon. But there's no labyrinth in the house. It's just a reverse version of the house. Yeah. Yeah. and then in his his suicide note, it says you are safe now, but she's not because as soon as he dies, the demon just comes after her. Wow! So so he killed himself for no reason. Yeah, I don't I don't know. <laughs> Why it's, do you have to? Kill, I don't understand. The, I think that, well, what happened was basically like the demon was fooled by the mirror house for a little bit, oh. but then he realized it wasn't quite working. So he would find women that looked like his wife, and he would bring them to the mirror house and sh- like murder them. Oh. And because uh, the demon, I guess, wanted to kill that woman. So, oh. so that, they were like, oh, so the demon was like, he's dead. She's dead. Yeah. Wow, and I then he's leave. like, wait, was that actually her? He's like, OK, well, now I'll bring her. <laughs> and he kills another woman that looks like her. And the demon's like, OK. And then it's like, wait. And so it's like an infinite cycle. And eventually, I think the demon just convinces him to kill himself or something. Because uh, the movie ends with the demon trying to get her to kill herself. Uh, um. But yeah, the demon's name what was nothing, ride. and That's... I thought that was really stupid. The demon's <laughs> name is nothing. Yeah, <laughs> I like like the twist has like he pulls 
out like a name tag and writes nothing or something. Yeah, is that yeah. Well, because the movie ends and she's about to cut herself, she doesn't, and her friend comes over, and she's like, "Like, there's nothing over there." Like, she's like, "Yeah, there's nothing over there." And so, yeah. <laughs> wow, it's, what a movie! Yeah, it's really the night house. I thought it was very average. I guess some people liked it. Yeah, some of my letterbox follow- people I follow in letterbox liked it. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. David Ehrlich thought gave it three stars. Okay, I mean, I gave it two and a half. Yeah. So, uh, last movie I'll talk about pretty quick is No Country for Old Men. Wow, that's a pretty famous movie. That's a classic Coen Brothers <laughs> joint. Yeah, I like that movie. Um, it is a very good movie. It also just stops at, at a certain point. Yeah, I can't remember. I saw that movie a while ago, so I don't. Remember yeah, what it's happens a whole bunch of stuff happens, and then Tommy Lee Jones was like. I had a dream. Oh, yeah. My pa was there. Oh, no, yeah, I remember the ending of this movie. Yeah. Because that was, yeah, that was a big part. Because I think whoever I was watching it with, Neil, Marion, someone I was watching it with did not like the ending. Yeah, Serena did not like the ending of that one. <laughs> because it just, because it's, yeah, it's supposed to, it like it's different than a conventional uh, Western or whatever because it just ends yeah. with nothing. Like, it just ends like... like you know like the climax is like in the middle of the movie there yeah there are plot lines that do come to an end but the like big one of like is javier bardem gonna get it you don't know yeah because tommy lee jones talks about his dream for 10 minutes and the movie's over (laughs) (laughs) like oh cool yeah that's tommy lee jones yeah the world is violent and terrible and tommy lee jones had a weird dream (laughs) (laughs) thanks Coen brothers yeah like good movie it. though yeah really very tense love javier Bardem in it that's the um, one they won best picture for that one yeah that's that the coen brothers best movie according to the academy yeah and uh now they don't work together anymore sad yeah i thought they i thought they would all always be brothers but they're not i'm almost certain i told they're my, done being brothers they're done be they're not brothers anymore <laughs> i'm pretty sure i told my joel cohen story on this podcast um oh yeah when you were gonna when i was gonna yeah, meet yeah. him and then didn't know who i like brain yeah, farted. Like, who are the cohen brothers you know, i know I, I was like who is joel cohen because i weird i could of, only no think of them as brothers and not as individuals <laughs> yeah. that's why that, so I, he heard that story on this podcast he was like yeah. i'm done working with ethan i, I blew off joel cohen because i was like tired after class in college <laughs> and now joel's like god these people don't know who i am as an yeah, individual exactly. he's like i need to i need to get my own name out there <laughs> even though i'm pretty sure it's ethan who did um was it Joel or Ethan who did uh, Macbeth? I think Joel did. Yeah. But apparently, I looked something up. I thought they were just immediately working together again on something. Oh, okay. Or maybe Ethan. Or no, I think. All right. Joel, I think, did. Yeah. Joel did Tragedy of Macbeth. And Ethan, Joel was like, yeah, Ethan just wants to take a break. But Ethan is apparently going to do a movie very soon. Oh, okay. Um, so, yeah. But I wish they were back together again. Mm-hmm. I love the Ballad of Buster Scruggs, which was their last one together. Yeah. I wasn't as hot on Buster Scruggs, but I love Fargo. Yeah, Fargo's great. Um, Fargo is great. Um, I guess well, I, te- I I watched... Uh, have you watched Your Movie Sucks, the YouTube channel? I No, I don't usually watch that. I watched 
basically a movie because I watched his part one review of The Lion King. I saw that. It came up on my suggested. Which is like three hours long. Yeah. And it's a great video. Oh, okay, <laughs> and I would cool. much rather watch it than watch The Lion King because... Yeah, The Lion King was bad. My God, is that... I haven't seen The Lion King, but I've seen mm-hmm. this video. And my God, is it a piece of shit? And John Favreau is so proud of it. Yeah. And he put no effort into it. And it's hilarious. It is... <laughs> I just thought of something. I can't say it on the podcast because it's like a business thing that doesn't involve me. (laughs) But it is about Jon Favreau. Um, (laughs) But yeah, he uh, I don't even know if you could say he phoned it in on that one. It was just like it was like, what if animals could talk? It's like that Jurassic Park thing of you were so concerned with whether you could. You didn't think about whether you should. He like, I don't know, this video like contextualizes it all and like goes into depth on how many times he's like i want to make this a documentary and all this stuff and it's like why would you want to make the lion king a documentary yeah like a nature documentary yeah where all the animals mouths like move a little bit it's really terrible like i don't know like in general it looks good but it's the ugliest movie i've ever seen at the same time yeah (laughs) like it's terrible it looks real it doesn't look good yeah it just looks like impressive i guess but Mm -hmm. it's like a tech demo then it's not even a movie yeah yeah it's super weird uh, but yeah, I haven't seen the full... I haven't seen part two yet, so I guess I haven't seen yeah. the full Lion Well, King. you're going to see The Lion King 2 with uh, Ryan Coogler's directing that. Really? Is it Ryan Coogler or is it the know. Moonlight guy? Oh, yeah, it might be the Moonlight I guy. Think I think I remember guy. looking at... Uh, Barry Jenkins? Barry. Oh, yeah, Barry Jenkins. I think it's Barry Jenkins is doing the second <laughs> real-life Lion King. Oh, God. Is that supposed to be like a... I, that, I think that's supposed to be a prequel. I think it's supposed to be a... Um, oh, is it like The Lion King one half? Yeah, it's supposed to be like... Um, who's the... It's supposed to be Mufasa, I think, as a young lad. Oh, okay. It's supposed to be like a Mufasa origin story. <laughs> Great. We were all asking for it. Yeah, we were like, God, and I wonder now, where Mufasa comes from. You know? Now whatever script Barry Jenkins was ready to make is now in the trash. <laughs> no, this is going to be a Mufasa origin story. We need no, to know. No, I mean, just like his next movie was... Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Definitely going to... Like, this was his intention, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. He was like, God, I've always... Growing up, I was like, wow, what, I wonder where this Mufasa character... Yeah. How this Mufasa character grew up. You know, how is he such a strong man, Lion? Love this guy. Um, but yeah, I, that's all I've seen, basically. Yeah, we should talk about um, a the new version of The Lion King that just came out. Oh, yeah. Uh, called The Northman. Yes, of course. The Viking Lion King, yeah. as some of Robert Eggers' producers have called it. Mm-hmm. That's what Robert Robert Eggers said. They're <laughs> like, oh, this is a Viking version of The Lion King. I did see him directly reference in an interview The Lion King. Yeah. I mean, he obviously mentioned Hamlet first, but yeah, he was like, yeah, it's yeah. also like The Lion King. Yeah, exactly. Because, yeah, because I saw it in an interview. He said it's the Hamlet, <laughs> but some producers have called it the Viking Lion King. Oh, yeah. Um. Yeah, this movie is all right. Non spoilers first. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this is another Robert nothing Robert Eggers movies. This is his first one, as we mentioned, off a twenty four. But I think it's I don't think uh, Focus Features told him to do anything differently. Like I think he it's still a Robert Eggers movie. It's yeah. got a big big budget. Clearly, mm-hmm. I'll say it might be the last non a twenty four Robert Eggers movie. It did not do great at yeah. the box office this yeah. weekend. I mean, it could have a long tail. We'll see. Absolutely, we'll see. I guess. Um, I, this one, 
I mean, no one's going to see it, and everyone... I don't know who I would recommend to go see it in theaters this weekend, but yeah. I enjoyed seeing it in theaters because it is epic. Yeah, bring big. the whole family. <laughs> Just Everyone can enjoy the Northmen. Yeah. Um, another thing... Yeah, I don't know. It's it's a it's a great movie. Um, I think it's it might be my least favorite Eggers. Yeah. Um, but it's still really good, and I it's really it's not afraid to be itself. You go in there, and there's a lot of howling and a lot <laughs> of men howling and screaming, and it's intense and it's fun. And yeah, I think it's I I still really really enjoyed it. Yeah, I would agree. I think like. It feels unfair to call it my least favorite Robert Eggers movie because that's still like better than ninety yeah, percent exactly. of all movies. Yeah, um, I think his other two were probably stronger, and that might just be uh, a result of this movie being way higher budget. Yeah, than those other two, it it definitely feels like less like handcrafted. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's so good. It's just. It's got all that great Robert Eggers like mythology energy. Oh yeah. It's probably the easiest to understand on first viewing. Yeah. Um, because I he didn't commit to having them all speak in like a dead Nordic language language. Yeah, exactly. Um I actually was reading somewhere that apparently they had to change some dialogue in post because test audiences weren't understanding what they were saying uh, so they probably did have some more like slightly more period accurate dialogue in there got it. that they ended up changing in post hmm. um which had to have been really hard yeah but yeah i mean the action is extremely good oh it's so good um the a lot visuals of good, a lot of good long takes in there too yeah yeah no like the way it's shot visually it's stunning uh it's super well written and acted um, I mean, it's it's everything you'd expect from Robert Eggers just with a giant budget, yeah. which is very exciting to see. Yeah. Um, um, and it's it's one of the best uh, versions of Hamlet, too. Hamlet's honestly probably just my favorite Shakespeare in general, to be honest. Yeah. So I, it's easy for me. Like, I don't know. And all the all the different uh, versions of Hamlet are all... I love The Lion King. Mm. I love Hamlet in general. So like, yeah, he, I mean, it's definitely the best version of Hamlet. Yeah, um, because Hamlet didn't have uh, Wolf Club. <laughs> it didn't Any have Viking volcanoes, Quidditch, witches, and well, it, I guess it might have had witches. It might, I think no, Macbeth had witches. I don't know if Hamlet. Yeah, had I don't know witches. if Hamlet had witches. It has Bjork. It, Hamlet definitely didn't. No have Bjork. Bjork. Come on, Ham. Come on, Shakespeare. Where's yeah. Bjork in this? We, <laughs> we know Bjork's been alive for at least two thousand years. Shakespeare. Yeah. Why didn't you use her? Well, it's because Shakespeare didn't let women act in his oh, plays. Come on, Shakespeare. that was the problem. Um, and Willem yeah, Defoe as well. No didn't have Willem Dafoe, no. Uh, so it's it's just like, if you're worried about it being too Shakespearean, like it definitely is, but it's also just like an extremely good time. Yeah. And it's not as Shakespearean as it could be, which yeah. I'm glad about. But um, yeah, like the story, you, you no one will be wowed by the story. It's a story that's been told a, a lot. Yeah, I did see a lot of people online sort of complaining that the plot was too predictable, which is such a weird <laughs> complaint to me because I was like, 
Y'all yeah. know Hamlet. Like, uh, yeah, have you? <laughs> it is too predictable because you've seen the movie. Like, you wouldn't you've go to Shakespeare this. in the Park and be like, mm, oh. I knew that was going to happen. <laughs> it's like, yeah, we all did. We, yeah. we have, you know, like, you know, stories to hammer Romeo, the door brains. Romeo drinks the poison and he's like, mm, called it. Like, <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> Dude, we all know. <laughs> We've learned about these a million times. People have made a million different versions of this story at this point like yeah no one cares yeah so that, <laughs> that really that really stood out as a weird criticism to me where i'm like yes you do know what's gonna happen yeah that's not the point yeah exactly i mean i could see it as like a kind of a valid complaint if you're tired of hamlet i guess but like i, I still think there was enough fresh newness about this that it wasn't like yeah. annoying that i was like oh hamlet again i mean yeah there was still a bunch of points where i didn't know what was gonna happen. <laughs> yeah exactly um And also, the only way I can see that is, like, Robert Eggers' other two movies are, like, completely original works. Mm -hmm. So this is, like, his first real adaptation. Yeah. So I guess maybe there... If I I doubt I don't know if these people are Eggers fans and they love yeah. the Lighthouse and the Witch. These people who are like, oh, so predictable. Yeah, I doubt it. <laughs> but yeah, the Lighthouse and the Witch were not very predictable for sure. They <laughs> Lighthouse was great because it was super unpredictable. Honestly, mm-hmm. I had no clue what was going to happen next. Yeah. Um, but yeah, any other non-spoiler things? No, I think that I think that's pretty much it. We can go to Spoiler Town. All right, let's go to Spoiler Town. I'm gonna go get on my longboat. Yeah. And and grab and my oars. I'm gonna row, row to to Spoiler Town. To I will avenge you, Father. I will kill you, John George. <laughs> oh, there was I will save you, Mother. And also. I will save yeah. you, Mother. Was and that then, the last one or? I no, think that that's was the, the second one. Oh, okay, that's the second one because you have to kill it. I, I killed John George. That's the big one. You want me? You want the audience yeah. to remember? Yeah, I, yeah. Will, I will kill this person because mm-hmm. everyone's like, yeah, kill him. Yeah, I want to see it. I want to get him. Um, we should start. By talking about Wolf Club. Yes. Wolf Club <laughs> is sick. I wish I was part of Wolf Club. All the fucking... This movie's going to start a boom <laughs> of Wolf Clubs across America. It's it's going to become a cult. All the alpha say. males are going to be doing Wolf Club in the woods <laughs> from now on. They're going to be like, oh my God, why haven't I been doing this? Yeah. This is badass. <laughs> that was probably like... the Those scenes specifically in the movie were the ones... Where I was immediately like, okay, this is definitely a Robert Eggers movie. (laughs) And also, like, did they actually do... Like, they must have actually done that. Yeah, like, well, Robert Eggers, super well-researched movies, usually. Yeah. So, at this point, I almost go in assuming, like, okay, I guess either this actually happened or there's at least it's written down somewhere that similar things have happened in Nordic pass, I guess there's gotta be some historic like precedent. Yeah. Like some drawings of this wolf club or anything like that, that Robert Eggers has found where, yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if this had happened, I guess. Yeah. The Vikings we do know were like really nasty, gross boys. Yeah. And the gross boy club. it's it's probably one of the first i haven't seen the tv show vikings Me neither. i can't imagine they go as far as this movie does probably not and, um, but they should yeah because like this movie does not shy away from how just horrible the vikings were yeah and all of their terrible deeds and rituals yeah um just killing innocent people left and right yeah that was that was what really stood out to me was that first battle sequence where they were just not pulling their punches the vikings show up they completely massacre this town they 
they're like, okay, anything that can't be a slave or a prostitute, we're going to throw into this house and burn it to, to the ground. Yep. <laughs> it's just brutal. like really shocking. Yeah. Um, and that was uh, probably the first long take action sequence in this. And it was good. Yeah. That no, was really it good. was extremely impressive. I just was so hype. Alexander Skarsgård completely yeah. shredded. So just sick. Going to town on these people. This is the thing is like, we were talking about this after the movie is that you go in cause you think Alexander Skarsgård is going to be really yeah, hot because in the posters he is. And so. they just make it like progressively just make him nastier and nastier <laughs> and like just the worst, grossest man. Cause right after that, he just decides to pretend to be a slave. So all of a sudden, like he can't be that hot if you're a slave yeah. or else they'll be like, you don't, you're not a I slave. I mean, even before that battle sequence, he was in Wolf Club and they're all yeah. like snarling and drooling and, and howling and they're dirty yeah and bloody and they don't take showers mm-hmm. and they're just sick in general yeah um oh yeah another early scene i really like was when the like father-son bonding scene i guess yeah. at the very beginning they, they go on drugs With ethan hawk in it which is that's that's ethan hawk's best scene before he unfortunately dies yeah but yeah they go on drugs it felt like i was on drugs mm-hmm. willem defoe's there um, everyone's shirtless and they're, you know, it's a great father son bonding moment. <laughs> yeah. You know, who doesn't want to do drugs and then like burp and fart and pretend to be a wolf with their father yeah. and then see their ancestral tree yeah. sort of projected astrally before their eyes. Yeah. I really, Robert Eggers really likes farts and burps and he does. all that stuff. I really wonder like in his research, I bet he's like, because I in the old days, burping and farting probably wasn't as like taboo as it is now. Now oh, it's yeah. like a gross thing. But like back in the day, it probably was like everyone just burped and farted, and it was like a natural thing. Yeah, I, I mean, especially the Vikings, and they yeah. were all dudes down there. Yeah. They're just dudes just being dudes bros, bur- burping and farting yeah. and shit. And that's that's what dudes do. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> can't wait until all these dude bros come out now and they're yeah. burping, farting, and howling all yeah. over all over town, mm-hmm. getting ready for battle. <laughs> God, I can't wait. Gonna be sick. Um Yeah, the I liked that this movie doesn't waste a lot of time in the beginning. Yeah. It it sets up the the plot very clearly, like we get that thing where the kid's like, I'm gonna take over the throne. The dad's like mortally wounded. Mm-hmm. So I guess the idea is he probably was gonna die soon anyway. Yeah. Um But yeah, I like that we sort of get through that beginning section quickly. So we can get straight into the more interesting stuff, which was just Alexander Skarsgård yeah. going ape shit on everyone. Yeah, the movie doesn't like my. It barely slows down, to be honest. In the middle yeah. and towards the end, it slows down a little bit, I guess. But like the beginning is like constant, just action or something happening. Because mm-hmm. I just remember just being sucked in and like just like losing track of time almost. Because I'm like, where have I been? Like this is it. Just keeps going. Yeah. And yeah, I remember like it seemed like there was going to be a moment of like breath for a second. And then that's when they, the battle scene we're talking about happened. I was like, okay, Mm -hmm. maybe we'll like slow down because they either did like a ritual or they were like singing or some shit. Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, maybe we'll get like a slow moment because that's usually what a movie would do. But no, they just jump right into like this sick long shot battle. Yeah. That's like really cool. I love that moment after the battle when he decides he's going to disguise himself as a slave because yeah. he hears about his uncle and he brands himself with the slave's brand and yeah. he looks at the iron and he was like, I will thank you for the warmth you gave me when my job is done. And I'm like, holy shit, yeah. this dude rules. Yeah, crazy. 
I mean, there's always lines like that in mm-hmm. like Robert Eggers movies where I'm just like, yeah, I love that line. Yeah. This movie, I don't know if it had. It did have as much quotability as The Lighthouse, which is just like say, such yeah. a quotable movie. I remember when we did the biggies that year, my soundboard was just so full so because there's just lighthouse. so much. Yeah. You don't get like a, a hark or I yeah. like your cooking. Well, it's because the way these pe- these main, the main lighthouse people talked. Mm. Um, was hilarious. I don't oh, know. Yeah. I just really like that st- language, I guess. And then the Nordic is like cool, but it's not as like quotable, I guess. Yeah. It did pop into my head watching this movie um, because obviously like Robert Everett is really big into having like animals in his movie mm-hmm. as, as symbolism. Um, I can't remember. I think it was the scene where the dogs start going nuts because Robert Eggers and like the wolfhound are howling and they draw, drive all the dogs crazy yeah. in the farm mm-hmm. and they killed the dogs, which was sad. Yeah. Um, but for whatever reason in my head at that moment popped up the image of Robert Pattinson, just absolutely beating the <laughs> shit out of that seagull. Dude, that's what I kept, that's what I kept thinking about. I was just like, God, that is just such a legendary moment <laughs> in a movie. Just kept thinking about it. Like I was just stunned after watching that moment in theaters. <laughs> like you did like this movie. I don't think ever has no. like that <laughs> level of like, holy shit. <laughs> just like, Oh my God. He just fucking beat the shit. Out just of like seat. thinking about that now is Whoa. so good. God. It's just like, might be one of my favorite moments in a movie ever. Like yeah. it's just so good. But yeah, there's nothing like that here. Unfortunately. Um, yeah, um, he finds out that his uncle just completely fucked up being king yeah. and immediately lost his kingdom and yeah. is now just a farmer in Iceland. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the perfect time to go get some revenge. Might as well in this yeah. small <laughs> little village in Iceland. Mm-hmm. Just pretend you're his slave for a bit. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to... Like, from there, it just sort of goes on to his his progress towards revenge. I did want to shout out Robert Eggers um, sort of being very progressive in his use of body fluids in this movie. Obviously, a lot of cum in the lighthouse. Or implied cum. I don't yeah. want to say a lot. <laughs> just a little bit. Um, some get, implied uh, cum in the lighthouse. But this movie's got period yeah, blood. Yeah, we get period blood this yeah. time around. So And they do not shy away from it, even a little bit. No, we get to see the period blood for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. So... That was another thing where I was like, this is definitely like the studio. If the studio was interfering on anything, <laughs> it would probably be that. Yeah. Focus features. I mean, focus features usually doesn't interfere as much as other big, bigger studios. Oh, yeah. So I wasn't expecting that much. But yeah. Yeah. Period blood. Anya Taylor Joy's period blood mm-hmm. in this one. Don't know if it was actually hers. Probably you not. You know, I'm guessing it wasn't, John. <laughs> <laughs> Educated guess, I'd say really? probably not. Damn. Thought they would get super realistic yeah. there, you know? <laughs> uh, well, they maybe they got Robert Pattinson's come for the lighthouse. Yeah, we don't know. We don't know. They could have. Yeah. <laughs> Robert Eggers is like, can you just come into you this? Just come. <laughs> <laughs> just going to need you to come into this. Could you imagine a director <laughs> on a movie set? Like, just go to the bathroom, man. Just come into this. Hey, dude. Like, if you could just do me a solid, could you just come for me? <laughs> like, it's for the movie. I mean, the, I'm directing you. I'm the yeah. director. This is, you know? this is direction. <laughs> this is what we do. Um, uh, Robert Pattinson's such a freak. He probably would have been like, okay. Yeah, this is normal. This yeah. is what movies are for. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. This is how I become the Batman. Yeah, so. exactly. 
Matt Reeves. Can he just come as the Batman? Just imagine Robert Pattinson on set of the Batman being just like, like, when do I need to come? Do, do you want me to come? I can come. Like, it's no big deal. I can do it. Everyone's <laughs> like, no, we're not going to need that. For that. Yeah, we don't no, need Batman don't. come soon. <laughs> we're aiming for PG-13 here, Robert. <laughs> okay, well, if you ever need me, you know, deleted scene, yeah, no, anything. it's on the table, is all I'm saying. <laughs> um, another brutal scene uh was the sports scene whatever i don't know what they call that sport yeah that they were playing i called it viking quidditch before it does have yeah. a real name i i think the first thing that popped in my head when i was watching that scene i was like how is this not an assassin's creed valhalla yeah seriously that's <laughs> i played like 40 hours of that game i don't think i even came close to finishing it but that that yeah. game was so bloated with shit i was like they How did they should. not work that in? <laughs> they could have. They could have included this amazing sport where yeah, you just kill just, each other. <laughs> yeah, that was. I actually like that scene. Felt to me like the most unnecessary in the movie. Oh, yeah. It, if anything, was like extending the runtime. I was like, this is fun. I like these Vikings just murdering each other. Yeah, yeah. And like their weird hockey game. Um, but basically all that scene was really there for was to like one prove how tough Alexander Skarsgård was, which we, knew. um, which we already knew. And then two, it's where he saves the little boy and, and they like sort of like trust, I guess. Yeah. They bring him up in the ranks of being like a slave. Yeah. Um, I feel like they could have done that. Like someone could have just showed maybe. up to the farm and he could have saved the boy. Yeah, like, probably. They didn't have to go. But at the same time, like it was still fun. Murder Quidditch, right? Like, Pretty sick. <laughs> the, the murders Quidditch was just like a good time. Yeah. So I, I can't really be too mad about no. it. I hope they do that uh, sport on like Survivor or something next. <laughs> they just kill each other. That's why it's called Survivor. That's why it's called, yeah. <laughs> Jeff Probst is just like. We're, we're this season yeah. we're killing each other <laughs> everyone's like fuck oh, shit <laughs> why did i sign up for this i took a sabbatical for my job for this <laughs> we're killing each other that's the final season that's season 100 of survivor, of survivor. we're killing each other this yeah. time and this is the last season this is the survivor purge season <laughs> <laughs> wow what a season that would be um what else happens um him and Anya Taylor Joy hook up because they basically like give her to him as a gift because she's too nasty for Fjolnir. Yeah, um, with her period blood. But it it sort of just becomes like his chain of revenge because he gets the sword in the Dark Souls sequence. Oh yeah, I liked that a lot. That was cool. Extremely that looked, cool. Yeah, yeah, definitely reminded me of. Uh, Dark Souls or, Def- or Elden Ring or just any video game. Yeah. Honestly. It's so, it reminded it me so a lot of the Green Knight, honestly. Yeah, honestly. true. A lot of this movie reminded me of Green Knight. Yeah. As well. Um, but I really like that sequence and then the sort of reveal that it was like maybe all in his head or was like definitely all in his head. Yeah. Um, this movie, I think, does actually a really good job of sort of blurring the line between what is mythology and what is actually happening. Yeah, I agree. Um, and it's not, like, dissatisfying. I was never at a point where I'm like, well, can you just tell me if it's happening or not? I'm like, yeah. I'm, I'm here for just sort of the mythology of, of the whole thing. Yeah, I agree. And I think it's because they did a very good job of separating uh, yeah. our Eggers. Because in Lighthouse, um, it's very, it's the opposite, right? It's like... The re- reality and and what is going on in their heads is very mixed yeah. throughout the movie, and you don't. The point is, you have no clue. Yeah. But in this one, it's very like, oh, he walks into a hut, and now he's talking to uh, Bjork, witch, mm-hmm. and it's like, okay, this is like the mythology. Like he's uh, he always goes to like a separate like location or inside something, and then right. it's like, okay, is this real or not? I don't mm-hmm. know. Um, is it's mythology, I guess. 
yeah. and it's separated nicely for sure. Yeah, I guess the only like real mixing is like him and the wolf howling to make all the dogs go crazy is mm. like I feel like there's some magical force there. I don't know if dogs would just start attacking their owners if they heard a wolf howling. Yeah, true. Um I also like I love that scene where the dog's about he's like hiding and the dog's barking at him and he just like oh, yeah. snarls back at it and the dog's yeah. like, Okay, you right. Like my bad. <laughs> he spoke the dog's language. He's a wolf. Yeah. That's, that's it's, why. All these people are gonna become wolves because they're like, I can talk to dogs. Now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's it's the prequel to the wild thornberries. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's amazing. Um but it, that also just is so effective in just how like depraved and how tough Amleth is in this whole thing. Mm-hmm. I thought that it was gross, but it worked really effectively. Yeah, um, I just agree. Have him scare this dog. I agree. Um, yeah, and then we get closer and closer to like sort of revenge. Mm-hmm. Um, what's the okay? So he okay he kisses his mom. That's the big yeah. But he he does that he on the kiss. night where they drug everyone. Yeah, so they drug everybody. That was fun. That Which was again, a fun sequence. is a great sequence. Yeah, where they <laughs> you know they eat the magic. I guess they're magic mushrooms. Yeah, they're ma- yeah I don't know if the mushrooms. magic mushrooms would quite do that to those people, no. but still really cool. Where the dude's like stabbing himself in the throat. Yeah, everyone's like <laughs> barfing and losing their mind. Yeah. Um, I just love that sequence in general. Yeah, it was a good sequence. Um, but yeah, he does he does go kiss his mom because his mom's like, I'll I'll have sex with anyone who's the king. I don't know. <laughs> Are you gonna be the king? I'll make out with you. I, yeah. I whatever. Um, uh, yeah, it's just like a big moment where I guess his mom confuses his revenge plan. I guess no, she, she knows what he's gonna do. Yeah, but she are she just like she's manipulating. Yeah, him she's basically she wants gonna, to stab him. Yeah. Yeah, basically, uh, she adds adds a different layer to it because he, I don't know, obviously he goes into this and reveals like to his mom, like, oh, by the way, I'm your son. Mm-hmm. Maybe he has a different expectation of what's going to happen, but she is like, no, I hated your dad. Yeah. And I love this. I love being with his brother and all mm-hmm. this stuff. Yeah. And, and she makes a point of being how like basically headstrong and kind of dumb Amleth and his dad are. Yeah. Uh, and that they're both just like out to be warriors. Yeah. <laughs> um, and honestly, like, I think the movie in a way is like, but that's good. If you're a Viking, like that's the right way to be. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe not now, but like, <laughs> but back in the day, back then like that's being what you like do. a dumbass wolf warrior, man, like that was the best thing you could be. <laughs> Cause that's how you go. That's yeah. how you get to Valhalla. Yeah. Everyone else is going to hell. Yeah. Even if you're a good person, you like, gotta be a wolf man if you want to ride the horse with the, uh, the Valkyrie, Valkyrie yeah. to, to Valhalla. Mm-hmm. To Valhalla, very sick. Yeah. Um. Oh yeah. The big. Well, the big. I guess the crows are an animal in this as well, yeah. which are supposed to represent his dad. Which the is ravens. Like, yeah. Or yeah, the ravens. Um. Which is actually like explicitly mentioned at some point mm-hmm. too, because he sort of like talks to a crow or talks to a raven like and mentions like you're my dad or whatever <laughs> this you're is my, my dad oh my dad <laughs> you're my dad uh yeah yeah uh basically yeah the ravens are supposed to represent his dad and the ravens uh come and save him eventually yeah and they're well because ravens also in norse mythology are like the eyes of odin yeah. and odin does just like straight up show up at one point when he's being like strung up by his arms yeah, and yeah. they uh they like eat the ropes to set him free mm-hmm I guess it could be his dad, but it looked a lot like Odin or Probably. like what I thought Odin would be just like standing behind him being like, Hey, I'm here to help you out. Cause like, <laughs> fuck your uncle. Yeah, fuck Go him. get him. Get revenge. Yeah. 
I wanted to talk about the Suns. Um, how like if Reddit had existed in the Viking times, like those kids would have been Redditors a hundred percent. So true. Yeah. So true. Especially that older son. Yeah. Like, that, that older son was a Redditor. For that sure. dude sucked so bad. Look at his facial hair. It yeah. Such Reddit facial hair. And the sure. little kid, when he kills his mom, the little kid comes out and like starts stabbing him in the yeah, back. I know. I like, fuck that kid. <laughs> Get him. And he really liked sports too. And oh he's yeah. Like, he was so into sports. <laughs> he was such he a gets sports fucking guy. wrecked though. He would love r slash sports. <laughs> is that a subreddit? Sports. I, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm sure it is. There's no way it's not. Yeah, it's got to be. He would. I mean, the older son would definitely be on the incel subreddit. Yeah, for sure. He 100%. was an incel, hundred percent. Um, and the little one was on his way. I think. Yeah, he was. He was getting there. Yeah, he was more like aggressive. He was probably like r slash conservative or something. Yeah, he really <laughs> liked chopping that horse's head off. Yeah, that was really fun for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that's another thing. God, this movie just does not. I mean, it's Robert Eggers, so I mm-hmm. didn't. It's not like I didn't expect it. But I was happy to see that it continues to just really be itself and just like have chopped horse heads all over the place. And yeah, just, just so like, yeah, just be true, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like he cuts out the, the kid's heart. Yeah. And yeah. It's like, how do you know that's your kid's heart? Or if it's not just like a random heart I found. And yeah, I was like, exactly. It's so good, dude. Man, I like, like that so much. I, I, one of my favorite letterbox reviews of this movie was like, I don't think I would have thrived in Viking times. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> like, because, like, okay, you cut out one dude's heart, but then the idea that, like, you're, like, savage enough to be, it's plausible that you might just have other hearts laying around yeah, exactly. that you could swap it out for. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I just, like, God, I liked learning all that stuff about Nordic mm-hmm. mythology and stuff, too, and just, like, learning that, that's what they used to do. They used to like having your having uh, a dead person's heart was actually super important or whatever. Yeah, which is nuts to me. Yeah, but it's <laughs> it is that's like how it used to be that very raw, very real version of Nordic mythology, yeah. which we will almost never see because like Nordic Nordic mythology has become so popular recently, just mm-hmm. like through Marvel, obviously, and like the new God of War was all Norse mythology, mm-hmm. um, and it's funny because like. God of War seems like a children's game compared <laughs> to the Northmen. It's so wild because like they don't paint like a really like pretty picture of North mythology in God of War either. But like it's like nothing compared to this. This is like savagery. It's, it's just so funny because like those games used to be known for being the most violent shit you yeah. could possibly experience, and now it's like. <laughs> the Northman is like, no, we'll just like say what they really believed and what they really did. Yeah, and you're exactly. going to be disgusted by it. Yeah, because in like video games, I guess you have to like, like Kratos and stuff. I feel like you still have to like kind of root for them because you're like playing as them, mm-hmm. I guess. So they don't make them say like vulgar weird shit all the time. Oh, yeah. I well, mean, Robert Eggers is like, yeah, just make them be awful people all over the place. Yeah, it's like there is a nice moment in God of War where they go to hell and the son is like, who are all these people? And he's like, basically anyone who didn't die in combat. He was like, oh, so if you just got sick and died, you go to hell? And he was like, yeah. <laughs> and that's like, that's basically the point they make in this yeah. movie too. It's like, you got to die by the sword if you want to go to Valhalla. Got to die by the sword. Got to fight. Gotta I'm just, fight. I'm just wondering like, so we get to the final climax where they fight in a volcano and they're naked and it's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Um, just an incredible fight scene. I would love to rewatch that over and over again. Oh yes. Yeah. Uh, you moment. have to wonder, like, I guess Fuel probably also went to Valhalla. Do you think yeah. that's awkward? 
Yeah, it's got to be a bit awkward. Do they f- get to fight again up there, or is it just I don't know anything about Valhalla? Yeah, I mean, because just... like I feel like it's probably like you you get to chill, right? Yeah, like, probably. It's, a big it's like okay, you you spend all your life fighting. Here you go. Yeah, chill. Just do nothing. Forever. You just like <laughs> both show up at the giant meat hall in the sky, yeah. and you're like, oh, <laughs> I forgot this was sort of the, oh. the end result of that. I mean, good fight, I guess, but yeah. I'm still kind of pissed at you. Yeah. Um, and this is that. I mean, I guess he died by the well, his, sword, kind of. He barely put up a fight. He just kind of got shot by arrows. His dad died. does make a point of being like, I'm going to Valhalla. Yeah. He's he like, that's why he's like, kill me, like, do it. Yeah, yeah. Because he knows, he says in the beginning, like, I want to die this way. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, we it doesn't, it's not super clear. I'm sure we could find out through some level of research. Yeah, because that seems like a, like, I don't know. Like, I feel like there's got to be. Like, even people who just die from random, like, arrows or whatever just go to Valhalla. They're not even fighting back. Yeah. Like, they just die from a sword. Or like, like, if like a bunch of people in, those vill- in that village that got ransacked are just going to Valhalla because they died yeah. to people just from randomly coming I mean, I feel like in. if you were running, you probably have to be, like, an active participant. Yeah, probably. Or, like, really jazzed about dying <laughs> and fighting, you know? Kill me! Yes! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel like, you know, if the Vikings came into your town... Yeah, that's also the question because those people they were invading were probably Christians, right? Uh, yeah, so true. they they had an out no matter what. Yeah, I feel like if Los Angeles were invaded by Vikings <laughs> tomorrow, um, I know I'm no match for these Vikings. Me neither. Um, so maybe I'm like, maybe I just make a power play and I'm like, you know what? Valhalla sounds pretty cool. <laughs> I'll start fighting. And... I'll just yeah, like it doesn't even have to be a good fight, right? Yeah. Like, like, a Viking will come up to me, and I'll, like, throw a rock at him. Yeah, yeah. And like, then he'll just... Hey, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> he'll decapitate you, yeah. and you're dead, and you're and, going... Um, yeah. Someone's... The Valkyries are flying yeah, Valkyries up Valkyries will ride me up, and Odin will be like, you know what, dude? It was a little last minute, but... <laughs> Welcome, man. <laughs> come on in. Welcome. We got all your favorite guys here. Yeah, all of them. We all just chill. Yeah. That's it. That's what Valhalla is. We yep. just hang out and watch... And watch we murder. Watch the Northman. Yeah, we watch the Northman. That's our new. <laughs> That's thing. our new favorite movie up yeah, here. Yeah, we've changed our. Before we were watching other stuff, we're watching the Northman yeah. now. This is our thing. Um, Robert Eggers would die if he found that. <laughs> He'd be like Odin. He loves it. They love my movie. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only audience yeah. he cares about. Um, but yeah, that was uh. I mean, that's the movie. Yeah. Like, it's great. It's such a good time. Yeah. And the ending is just so perfect. Like, he dies in battle, and he just rides into Valhalla, and that's it. Yeah. He got what he wanted. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it was great. Yeah. And I just wanted... I literally opened an article, because the Valkyrie had braces, and we were wondering about that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Tell me. So here's some backstory to end us on. Uh, Some fucking egghead... (laughs) says we know that some vikings modified their teeth neil price archaeologist and leading viking age specialist Hmm. said um so they had dentists what they did was file horizontal grooves across their front teeth sometimes one sometimes several uh there are one or two that are sort of chevrons v-shapes but mostly they're just horizontal horizontal lines Mm, so that's what she had yeah they were literally coming at their own teeth with a file and grinding it away um and putting, but it doesn't stop there there was probably filled with some kind of resin most likely from trees that were dark red or black color 
Oh. Um, and they were only worn by certain members of society. They were found on men. So the decision to put them on a Valkyrie um, wouldn't have been extremely accurate. Um, she's a being of war. That's what she does. She's a servant of the war god. That's what Valkyries are. So I guess that's why they would think, like, oh. okay, she might have the the braces. Okay. All right. I guess so. Yeah. Vi- Vikings liked having braces. Vikings like <laughs> fucking up their teeth real bad yeah. and <laughs> going to war. That's Vikings, baby. Yeah, yep. I figured when we talked about it after the movie, I figured, like, yeah, there's got to be something. Like, Robert Eggers just, he loves history, man. Mm-hmm. That's all I know about him at this yeah. point. What, I mean, the the Eggers train is still moving. Yeah. Oh, it's still chugging. It's man. still chugging along. Chug he hasn't forever. had a dud yet. I can't imagine his next one is yeah. going to be a dud. Well, he's he's making a Nosferatu. I've heard there's been some stall on the Nosferatu. Yeah, I've heard that as well. So maybe it's going to be something else at this point. But I mean, at this like, I'll take anything. Give yeah. me more of it. Just give me more. Um, give me more. Maybe back to a twenty four. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Um. But until the next Robert Eggers movie. That's right. There will be no more episodes until the next Robert Eggers movie. (laughs) Stay big, you beautiful people.